Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. I'm your host, Kenneth. I'm Kurt. And we are Retrofecta. Oh, what's up, y'all? We are back with arguably one of the best games ever made. I might not say that, but if someone else said it, I would not disagree. I'm your host, Kenneth, and with me as always is Kurt. Well, hello. And we are here to talk about Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I believe it's pronounced Ocarina. Ocarina? Really? No, I'm just... Oh. That's with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. I'm I've always, I've always pronounced it Ocarina of Time. I probably am pronouncing it wrong, because uh, I've... I've had a couple of uh, stumbling blocks of that recently and it makes me real sad where I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, no, that's that's not a word. What are you saying? And then I get real bummed out, but that's fine. So let's talk about um, OOT, the fifth game in the Zelda series and all of its goodness. I, I got There yeah, we you go. Kinda, you got to trail off. All, right. yeah. all right. Lock it up. <laughs> Close uh, it down, you boys. You can see us at, uh, at facebook.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess let's jump right in. What have you thought of this so far, Kurt? We're, oh, also, caveat, we are play, we played through the first half of it this month because this is a long damn game compared to it's, everything yeah, else it, we have done. It seems like they finally hit the point where they have enough memory to make the game that they keep trying to make. Yeah. Which I guess is what I think about it. They finally have enough experience building a world, building an engine, and adding in enough story that you're not reading all the time, and all, but also that you kind of know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So like the first, because remember the first couple Zeldas, they just sort of drop you in. They just expect you to wander around and die a bunch. This one, they, they do a lot better job of, like the other uh, 3DS one we just played, it does a better job of, of giving you a sense of where you are in the world. Yeah. Yeah, and just kind of easing you into it. And really, even, I'd say by far, uh, I guess the, yeah, the Game Boy one really kind of had an low-key start to it, where you're, you're in a village and you can just go talk to people. And this one built on that. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It it played very similarly to... I'm going to find the name of it. Mario 64? Link's Awakening. Oh. In, in that it gave you a way to gradually get into it. Yeah. But yeah, it, as far as the actual physical gameplay, it's basically just Mario with with Link. Yeah, and it apparently... Which I, works. Okay. Having my notes here somewhere... Man, notes on this is the, uh, terrible. The annoying killer camera is still kind of a problem. Yeah, although, man, being able to uh, tap C button and have it snap back behind you yeah. and then lock onto something was such a huge, amazing change. Yeah, because this, remember, this is before they did the two-stick, one for head, one for body movement, and so mm-hmm. they're relying on the context of where you're moving your character to point the camera. Yeah. And so being able to, uh, to tell it specifically, I want to look at this thing, was that's what Mario needed. So it was yeah. missing. Because you can sort of kind of fudge it with the C buttons, but at some point with Mario, it, it hits a certain um, degree of radius around you and it stops. Yeah. Whereas this one, it didn't seem like it felt it had that, that, that dead stop. You could sort of go all the way around. Yeah, you as could long do a full 360 around shifted yourself. what you were looking through all the time. Mm-hmm. And especially for this game, because it relies on uh, range combat, whereas Mario wasn't so much, it helps to have something dedicated to stick with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think definitely having Mario come out first, it made sense, both from a, hey, you know, it's their title character, and then just kind of, this has a lot more moving pieces that I, I think they learned a lot from Mario and were able to take that and go, okay, cool, we we can absorb all of this and now really build out the game even more, and, you know, range combat is really kind of weird when 
it's not two dimensional and you have to start worrying about depth perception and how do you make sure you're looking at somebody versus because you know even like in uh mario 64 just like jumping on a goomba gets kind of kind weird of a hairy situation yeah compared to like super mario world so it, it it was a good progression and i think I'll have to double check. I thought I put it in my notes, but I remembered reading that it's this was basically just a crazy modified uh, Mario build, essentially. Yeah, I, I believe that 100%. Just in, in the way uh, Link moves, it feels very familiar, which, again, is probably because it just takes Mario's gravity and in, in place in the world. Yeah. Which just feels right. Yeah. And then I guess um, like a good 80% of the team worked on mario 64 and so like this they they had such a long delay between them because most everyone who would have been working on this was working on mario when that ship they were like okay cool now we can really devote resources to what at the time was called zelda 64 and got renamed which was probably good because eh, yeah. it's kind of a boring name yeah games so. that have names like that it's like when cars are just named after numbers like use your creative freedom call it yeah leaf or yeah, there were there were way too many Ocarina blah 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 sixty fours yeah. yeah. for the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, you know, not super surprisingly, but also branch out a bit. It yeah. was the same as the Super Nintendo. It was like, oh, Super Contra and yeah. Super Castlevania. Because this time it's on the Super yeah. Nintendo. Did you get that? Did you get that? <laughs> and you know the sad thing, like Nintendo's rolled that all the way through yep. to the Switch with their oh my god, their Switch presentation and just how many times they were like, and now let's switch. Snap uh, over to this. I'm just like, oh god. I mean, I'm I'm still pretty impressed that um, I think it's Castlevania when they do releases, they name the release after the console sometimes. So like the the Castlevania DS one is like Destiny of Shadows or something. It's yes, it's 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 uses the that name just of the thing blew on the console. My brain. Oh, like the wow. Game Boy one, I think might be GB. I'm probably wrong, but I, I know they oh, they I'm tend to, to name go back things. And look at all of those. Yeah, now. they name things after the console that it's on. That's really which cool. Is adorable. I love that. Okay, so uh, let's roll it back a bit. This came out in uh, 1998. Oh, once again, hit Japan first, November 21st, but then North America two days later, and EU uh, only like two weeks later. So this was a very concise release, and I think a lot of it helped that, you know, is a good two years into the hardware life cycle, so they didn't have to worry about shipping it with a console, which was a big problem for Mario 64. So <laughs> we just got flipped off we certainly someone. did that's very rude by one of our rudest listeners yeah i tell you <laughs> um normal you know basically everyone you would expect to work on a zelda game is back for it uh miyamoto tezuka and uh koji konda so uh, literally zero surprises there yeah at least sometimes when you have the same people working on things it gets stale but i think because they keep having to deal with different hardware aspects and they're able to push through that and use the hardware to make their vision better. It, it, it actually helps because there's a certain continuity of style mm-hmm. and just how the game feels. That just It it's definitely feels like uh, a Zelda game. Yeah. And yeah, that's a good point, actually. I wonder how much of their each game creativity is just, oh, we have so much extra power now. Like, what's a weird way we could utilize that? And then especially when you get to, like, the the Wii and the Wii U and even the Switch now, it's, okay, now our controllers can do this weird crap. Like, what can we do with that? Yeah, sometimes that goes nuts. Like, when the Wii had the controller that you could shake it. Oh, yeah. Every game that used the shake thing, I wanted to murder. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Always, uh, I play video games to be lazy and sit on the couch, not oh, to know. shake things. Yeah, Twilight Princess on the Wii. It was like, oh, you can swing this around to swing no. your sword. I was like, what Don't if want I to. just sprawled on the couch and <laughs> didn't do that? Does it work if I just flick my wrist? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, on a tangent, Donkey Kong 
for the Wii. Had the same problem. To do his um, ground slap thing, it wasn't a button anymore. You had to physically shake the controller. That's real dumb. And it's hard to get the timing right because you don't know when it's going to pick up the shake. Yeah. I mean, it's going to do it. You know that. But with a button, you know, when I push the button, it does the thing. With this one, it was like, okay, I'm going to roll, I'm going to jump, I'm going to land, and then just start shaking for dear life. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that this game did not fall for that. They were like, no, instead we're giving you a three-dimensional world that's built up, and you can go up and down and left and right and forward and backwards, all the all the dimensions you want. They they, they built the center. Not really a fourth dimension, even, because you do go through time. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Whoosh. Spoiler alert, Ocarina of Time relies on time. What? So it's fun. It seemed like they got their main hub world set up again, mm-hmm. uh, which is so hard to run through. And I can't wait until I get to just ride Ipuna everywhere because mm. running through town is real annoying. But Dude, I remember, and you know, it's the problem now. I am viewing this through twenty years of games that have taken inspiration from this. But I, I definitely remember the first time going over to a friend's house, like watching him play through. Um, then it, starting village, go through the Deku tree, cool, whatever. And then you get through that stupid forest that we kept getting lost in. And it, once again, uh, getting graph paper and writing down where yep, we were. It helps. <laughs> um, and then you bust out onto Hyrule Field and it, like, it just, it stretches it's on so forever. Big. And you're just, it, it was amazing at the time. Yeah, and finally you can see past the draw distance. Yeah. It's so cool. And, like it opens up and like the sun is out and there's actually like a sun that moves and changes how shadows work. Yeah. And, like, you've got Hyrule Castle way off in the distance and, like, just gently rolling hills. And it it's pretty funny because it that's definitely, like, 20 years ago, they were trying to do what they achieved with Breath of the Wild again. You can just see this progression of them really pushing as far as they can with the hardware that they have and just trying to make this giant, living, breathing world. And Yeah. Then uh, I love it. Some people get kind of annoyed because as games have more memory, more power, they can do the graphics get better. And sometimes it does get kind of stupid, but when you're trying to build something as big as an entire like Zelda world, or even some of the Mario levels tend to get kind of big later on, mm-hmm. if you use it with a bit of respect for the power and respect for the player, you actually you get to have those big awe moments. Like when you run out from a, a small small town, through some bridges in a tight forest, through a small canyon, and all of a sudden it opens up into... Rolling hills so far you can't see. There's a castle yeah. kind of in the distance that you can see just from the tops of the tips. And it, it takes you a good few minutes to cross it. It it, it definitely helps to, to to build the the power you have and, yeah. and make it. And it just gives like a, a, a scope to the world that you just didn't have before. Because, you know, even in you know, Link to the Past was a, a pretty big game, all things considered. But just having it constrained to a single screen at a time artificially shrunk it. And now it's just this giant thing yeah like you can look everywhere uh i love that it stupid owl comes by to tell you you're, you're doing it wrong i know it's like hey what's up you're garbage it's like hey bro oh, um thanks, I, so. I don't know how many times i have to tell you this but um that way <laughs> i can't make this any clearer yeah <laughs> um what other initial developer things so it's uh one of the most re-released games for nintendo which isn't surprising because it's also one of their most beloved but um initially out on n64 Hit the GameCube twice, which is pretty crazy. Uh, initially as a pre-order bonus for Wind Waker, and then later on as a uh, pack-in for a collector's edition they did for it. Um, came out for the IQ player, which was a China-specific Nintendo 64. Um, and then the Wii, the Wii U, and the 3DS version. Which, man, I'm, I, I started playing on my computer. 
and then it kept crashing while I was trying to stream it, and I got really frustrated and just gave up, and have been playing it on my 3DS, and, like, it's it's a really good uh, upgrade. Like, it's got a lot of nice, like, little texture upgrade touches, and just handles really well. Yeah, I've been playing on the the emulator, just because it was simpler, mm-hmm. and you can definitely see kind of the edges of things. Like, I think as a kid when I played it, I didn't so much care to notice when you can see, like, the glitches and the world kind of dropping out yeah popping into place but doing it now you definitely notice so i could see with a bit more like the, i'm sure when they did the port they switched over things and cleaned up the little areas they knew were problems mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm sure now it's much prettier to look at yeah yeah uh-huh. i didn't know that it was actually built on the 64 dd platform first yeah and then they were like which is a dumb mm-hmm. idea yeah. nintendo what are you doing like, what, what were you thinking yeah you definitely didn't do it i i mean it's nintendo they, they do some real weird stuff but Eventually, that got dropped, and instead, they just had the largest cart they had ever shipped with yep. a 256 entire megabits. Oh, man. Good job, Crazy. Zelda. Going nuts <laughs> with your megabits. Yeah. Um, oh, and actually, fun fun thing, speaking of Hyrule Field, uh, they, they didn't know initially if the Nintendo 64 would be able to handle that, so they had created a, a backup castle with um, painting worlds, a la Mario oh, 64, yeah. uh, but then they were able to just get the whole field working. So they took that castle and uh, made it uh, Ganondorf's keep later on. And they're like, oh, we've already created the assets. Screw it. Yeah. Why, so that why works. Do, why do it twice? Yeah, I like it. It would have been weird if it was that similar to Mario. It, I'm glad that they yeah, it worked. Like, from a system continuity standpoint, it would have been kind of cool to tie it together. But this just, I, I feel really makes the world feel more alive. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm glad that as a what 13 year old 12 year old when this game came out uh having played other games from the nintendo super nintendo moving around in the 3d world and then running out and seeing hyrule field the first time it would have been way different and a lot less impressive if it was more like the castle thing yeah there's so much going on to just run out and just see open field the sun everywhere you can run around all you want yeah and then the sun goes down and skeletons pop up you're like what What? yeah i love it yeah it, it um, makes you sound old, but it was it was quite a quite a novel moment. Yeah, another interesting trivia. It was uh, actually the first Legend of Zelda where I don't know if you've looked at the old um, Japanese boxes, but they had a very different logo than what we got in North America. And with um, Ocarina of Time onward, they ended up just ditching that and were like, eh, no, we we like the North American one better, and that's been the the Zelda yeah, style. The, the, the Triforce with the like side. Thing. Now I gotta find yeah. out. I gotta find what the emblem looks like. Yeah, yeah, look it up. It it's I mean there there's was kinda cool, but uh ours is splashier. Way better. Woo, America. Or something. And also was uh, supposed to be a first person perspective, which would have been real weird, but then I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. Oh no, I, I agree. Uh that that ended up getting scrapped because they wanted to have you easily be able to see the difference between young link and older link and yeah that that wouldn't really work from a first person yeah i mean the height would be slightly different but that wouldn't be enough yeah although that could have been kind of cool and then you would get the um same like odst versus master chief height difference and you know suddenly like little skeleton things would be 
you know, what, where yeah, they would as, tower as, over as you. As a kid, they were huge. And yeah. now, as, as adult link, you're like, oh, did they get smaller? Huh. Okay, actually, that that kind of would have been. Yeah, I mean, as, as a nice re- as a nice reveal to like you find a mirror somewhere or something or something like re- reflection in a pond where you yeah. notice that you're somehow bigger. Fine. Yeah, I mean, I I battles like it really nice like this. And yeah, battles without the ability to do um, vertical look would have been kind of annoying to play. They would have mm-hmm. to do the um, the Double O Seven Goldeneye thing where you use the C buttons to look around, oh, move man. your head. I just I played Goldeneye. Uh, what, two weeks don't, ago, don't, maybe? No, don't do that. Yeah, we, we're over at a AFK Gamer Lounge, and uh, we, we got Goldeneye, and that that is a game that should just live in your memory. Yeah, it is. Man, it all that time learning how to play it definitely paid off, but being 20 years off from it, I cannot play it anymore. Uh-huh. I am just, the, the, the dual stick is way too ingrained in me now, and trying to go back and use... <laughs> um, ugh, it's just comical. No. All of a sudden, yeah. you're, you're, the, you're the asshole looking up at the world, running into the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like, is this is how normal people feel. This is terrible. Yeah. All right, but third person, I think, was a much better choice. I agree. Yeah, and it, it just kept a much more Zelda feel. Yeah, because it feels more like because even the first ones, you're still looking at your character moving around. Mm-hmm. But some of the jumping and stuff would have been really tricky because even Mirror's Edge, which was dedicated first person parkour game. You sort of died a bit, and so some of those random jumps would get annoying. Mm-hmm. So the like, game was real good. I do kind of miss the... Because um, you know in Mario 64, you had the, the first-person view? I don't think Zelda ever... There's no way to do that in Ocarina of Time. Um, If you go to like the, the boomerang view, that's oh. basically first-person. Okay. But, yeah, it, it you don't get... you. I don't think you have as much of the, hey, let me just drop into this and kind of just look around and enjoy the world kind of thing. Yeah. But we'll get on that Nintendo from the 90s. I know. Okay, so if you were to pull multiple developers uh, of this game, who do you feel they would have said would have had the most difficult job? And I know that was kind of a weird sentence, but I'm sure you get the... Yeah, who, who who did the most work? Yeah. Maybe not the most work. Who had the hardest work? Yes. I think the music wouldn't be on that list just because music sort of comes... So naturally to the right people, mm-hmm. it's not really difficult. They just they see a, a, the thing or they read a script or something. I mean, plot and story are always kind of difficult, but that's not really like the same kind of thing. It would because I'm sure they have an idea of what's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going as deep as which person who worked on what like There's engine thing. Technically, three people that oh, yeah. everyone else were like these three guys. They've got the worst job in this game right now. I mean, is there a known answer to this question? There is. Oh, I I don't know. Well, then <laughs> it it was the uh, dudes doing the level design work because they kept like every couple days they would add a new move to Link or they would change one of his moves <laughs> and it would just completely break clipping and suddenly you're you know rolling and half of your head sticks through the ground and so just every time they updated a move these three guys would have to go back and just fix all of the levels to accommodate that. And apparently, like, they would just randomly break down crying because it was so stressful. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Like, oh, you... Because, yeah, sucks. because the, <laughs> the, the engine is works great for when you're moving around one one Mario. When you're moving around a Link, there's a lot more happening. His yeah. enemies are a bit more involved. His moves are more varied. Yeah, he has, so he has just, a lot more complex moves. Yeah, because so many different tools to work with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, can, I can see how they would need some time off. Yeah. Poor guys. Yeah. <laughs> And speaking of the moves, actually, they um, apparently partnered with a martial arts movie studio to really uh, try to nail his sword movement. Um, 
and it's based off of a specific style, which I read and did not write down. So we will have that for part two of this. Yeah, because you're definitely going to remember it. Yes, totally. Um, but yeah, it's a, a pretty iconic um, Japanese fighting style, apparently. And it was kind of cool. And It doesn't surprise me they would go to that length. Oh, yeah. Because N- Nintendo is nothing if not thorough. Yeah. And honestly, you know, if you're devoting three years to making a game and making, you know, essentially a groundbreaking new style of game, like... Yeah, put the work in, and they obviously do. So, yeah, it must be a point of pride at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, noticeable firsts for this. Obviously, it is Zelda in 3D. They well, did it. The Game Boy ones, nah, they weren't really. One of the ones we played was 3D-ish. What? I don't know why I'm interrupting your. Oh, actually, what? Link's no, Awakening I'm... was. That was. You could jump though. That, that you could climb things. Doesn't make you it, wouldn't interact in three. All right, that's fine, still I'll... a two D game. Get get out You're of here. You're a two D game. <laughs> um, first time Link actually had blonde hair within the game. He in all of the artwork for previous games, you would see that depicted, but they never actually had the pixels to be able to draw that on him. So it's cool. Would always just have a stupid green hat before. And um, I think first time we see Ganondorf in a human form instead of just being yeah, weird like a animal weird, yeah, space like creature bro. thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how malleable he was before. Mm-hmm. He's always like a, like a he was definitely evil. That was that was fine, but he wasn't an actual physical humanish person. Yeah, it was a creature you were fighting. But now it's like no, it's like it's, a, it's just a bad dude, giant nose. Yeah, and total dick too. Like <laughs> at one point, um, heading back to the castle right before you warp between time like he just rides out and then shoots you with a fireball and you're all dude that's that's a kid you could have just killed him what what are you doing but you know as as he does dude's cold yeah um and then just ton of different races like the gorons gerudo kokiri the dekus the sheikah really even the zoras because like they they had them in a link to the past but they were Eh. Yeah. And now they're really like defined as they're more like slim fishy people thing yep blue Blue, so big hair, oh, probably not ha- hair. hair. Yeah, big, probably, probably big not fin? big hair. Yeah, big fins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. So yeah, just a lot of I don't know a lot of stuff in this that we really see showing up in later Zelda games. And yeah, they they reuse most of the same items, but a lot of the the races and the locations really get nailed down in this one, and then revisited and reinterpreted in later ones, which is cool. Ooh, and they had a uh, quarter units of health. Previously, you would either have a, oh, yeah. a full heart or a half heart. Now you can do quarters. quarter heart damage. That's cool. And obviously, Epona. Yeah. The uh, most important part. Absolutely. Love that horse. Which I'm in a fight with a game right now because I'm I'm at the point where you go back, you toss out the three medallions, travel through time, have way too many cutscenes, and then you're like, cool, I'm an adult. That's awesome. And then went, got the hook shot, went to Lawn Lawn Ranch again. And realized, oh crud! I need the I need to learn Epona's song. Um, back as young Link, cruise back to the Temple of Time, and then stupid Sheikah is just chilling there and won't let me travel back right now until I do at least the first temple. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't care about your temple. I want my horse. You're like technically, with time travel, nothing will ever happen badly because I can just fix it. Yeah, I'll just show get up. Out, get out of the right way now. Plus two seconds. Who cares? Shoot. I, I have a horse to find. <laughs> I literally have to see a man about a horse. Yeah. So that's a bummer. But, you know, I guess I can go to the forest temple or whatever. Fine. I'll help save the world. Yeah. Jeez. Some people. So demanding. So, yeah, I, I, I made sure to go there earlier 
when I was still young, Link, because yeah. I remembered how important it is to just be like, oh, man, this, I'm tired of running. I'll just call my opponent. Yeah, I, I dropped the ball. It's real sad. I mean, we just won't mention the fact that it's probably because I forgot what I had to do, which is my problem with games like this, is that there's so much to do, and if I don't play it on a much more regular basis, I tend to forget oh, where I, I know. need to go. Yeah, four or more days, I come back, I'm like, well, time to like, wander where, aimlessly until where's, I Where's uh, that do stupid something. owl again? Yeah. He <laughs> always scolded me for going the wrong way. Seriously. So I guess, in general, uh, let's get to just thoughts on this. What are you thinking of this game so far? I mean, so far, they've they've made Zelda better again. Because I remember when in Link's Awakening, they finally nailed it down with the right amount of dialogue and things to read and story. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's that, but now we get to go up and jump and hit things. So it, it, it just feels good. To run around in, in a world and, and play. Yeah. Well, it, it really feels... It's the first Zelda game where, you know, especially in Link's Awakening, like, Link to the Past started it, Link's Awakening kind of expanded, but, like, you... It feels much more like a lived-in world where there are people there that aren't there just to service you, which I'm going to walk me? that back <laughs> just to uh Did, did be, you find a brothel? <laughs> <laughs> to be plot devices for you. Um, Hopefully not as young Link. Uh, yeah, oh, you got to start sometime, man. It, oh, it's a dear. funeral system. It's <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it, it, it feels a lot more open with multiple village points. Each would just have random villagers of that race hanging out there. Yeah, and they just want to hang out and just tell you something. Yeah, and I dig that. And yeah, it adds to the the overall fullness of the world. And yeah, because you can't like sometimes when I play video games, I don't actually want to do a specific thing. I just want to in the world for a bit mm-hmm. which is i think really where games like uh grand theft auto and minecraft grew out of where they're they they take something like this and go what if you don't actually have to do the story and you could just fuck around Meander. forever yeah and then it's funny because i feel like then breath of the wild kind of came full circle with that and has brought it all back to to the zeldas which is cool and actually, I was kind of surprised how little, uh, th- this is jumping topics, but I'm just reading through my notes, how little uh, uh, Navi has bothered me so far. Because I really... Yeah, there's, re- a, there's a huge, like, not it's not mean, but it, everyone is always annoyed by Navi. Yeah. And I even remember growing up, like, oh, man, stop, like, get off my case, stop bothering me. And maybe it's just, in my mind, has been built up so much as, like, just hey, listen, over and over, that actually playing the game, it's its not really a problem. Yeah, it's not that bad. And that that was weird. I remember that being a big problem before. Yeah. Every, like, two seconds, hey, listen, you're like, no. Yeah, leave me alone. I'm going <laughs> to screw this up on my own. I like, I like that they've managed to continue their train of using similar items. Mm-hmm. Like they all feel reliable and, and, and useful, and it's fun when you get them. It's like, oh, I remember this. I can do this, this, and this. Yeah. Yeah, although, man, like the the boomerang definitely works a lot better in a two D game. Like yeah. I, it's it's okay in this, but like it is my bread and butter in two Ds, and in this one, eh. And I think it's just because you can't really in a three dimensional space just do the very quick throw and go with it. Like yeah. you, you have to take the time to aim it up. Yeah, and it no longer just goes directly one direction and comes right back. They actually ha- added in a bit of an arc to make it a real boomerang. Yeah, which <laughs> garbage. Who who does that? So that it's fine. The the hook shot's my new jam. So. Oh yeah, love that thing. Yeah, it's all good. Okay, so we had posted up uh, if anyone had any questions, and we got a 
totally not leading question of <laughs> if one of, not. one of the games was going to be turned into a movie right now, which game would you want and who would you want to play Lincoln Zelda? And I, I'm, I'm going to give benefit of the doubt here that it, since we're playing a Zelda game, it, it was just based around that. But also, like, come on, where's where's the Metroid love? Why why wouldn't we want someone to play Samus? But it's good. Um, yeah, I, I prefer to think of that question more as a two-parter. It's like, yeah. first part, if you were making a game of Mario, Metroid, or Zelda, which would you do? And then, second question, having a, Mar- or having a Zelda movie be made, who would you, the, the leads be? Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it's, it's basically just... <laughs> answer a, 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 choose the answer i want yeah and see i i almost think i would want a metroid movie more just because i think it would make a better standalone experience yeah because i mean mario it doesn't work well for a movie it's just it's just a bad choice overall it's it's too note, go watch the mario movie it's a thing that happened yes it's something you should experience but it's difficult to pull a, a an actual plot out of yeah. a dude who jumps on things and and is platforming because that's inherently relies on the experience of a, of a player to not run through the story, but to be rewarded with positivity of like um, satisfyingly completing something. Exactly. So it's got to be Metroid or Zelda. Zelda almost seems too easy to make a story out of because it's a classical hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Plus Metroid would be cool. They'd be like always up for more sci-fi spacey things. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, you know, that suit would just look sick, but within the confines of Zelda then, I think I would probably want it to be linked to the past based just because and then make it a trilogy have the first one end with um Link getting to the dark world and that's just like this giant oh cool you know I've defeated or like yeah the heroes defeated um Agamemnon and won oh shit I'm Agamemnon wasn't he the the dad from one of the Greek Oedipus or something was he yeah is that where they got that name from I they must be because what, what are you are you talking about, Ganon? No, no. It, um, in in Link to the Past, where you're playing through and you're in the Light World, and you get to rescuing Zelda back in Hyrule Castle, and then you fight that dude, beat him, and then get pulled into the Dark World. I'm I thought his name was Agamemnon. Am it, I... it, it might be, but Agamemnon is also from totally not cruising Wikipedia. No, no. Um, no, he is. He was. He commanded the unified Greek army in the tr- in the ensuing Trojan War. Started when Helen of Troy was kidnapped, quote unquote. Huh. Yes, Agamemnon. That's I, that sounds way too. Anyway, sorry to de- derail your entire point. Uh, maybe it's a uh, Agamemnon. I mean, it's, it. Agamemnon? But the name sounds right. Ag- Agamemnon. Yeah, I think Agamemnon was with um, Hercules and. Okay. They built, they built yeah, the horse. Man, I don't know where I got the name from, but yeah, apparently it's a uh, Agam Agamemnon. Uh, ag- hugely A-G- different. Uh, what the? I don't even know how you say this. Can you this. read letters? Yes, A G A H N I M. Aganim. Wait, H N? Yeah, it's, I mean. All right, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, that is not a word. Yeah, I'd, I don't even know how you would pronounce. I've never actually ag- tried to say that name out loud before. Ag. It's got to be like ag aganim aganim aganim. Yeah. It's like the H extend makes it a soft A, so it's not A, it's ah. Yeah. So like Aganim. Okay, so more of the story. <laughs> once uh once you beat this certain villain <laughs> in Hyrule Castle, and you think, oh cool, movie's done, that's awesome. Bam, bat slams through the ground, you're pulled into the dark world, and it 
cut fades to black right there with you on top of that crazy castle thingy. Yeah. Yeah, and so make would, it, would, make would, it a trilogy. would the second uh-huh. movie be the entire all in the dark world? I, I think second movie would be mostly in the dark world, collecting the different uh, sage shards, and then third one. Yeah, maybe could, just make could it I, a could, two. Could, movie yeah, thing. could I convince you to make it two? Yeah, because I see what you're going for. Trilogies, they feel right. They do. The number three, it just it feels good. Yeah, you're right. We should make it four movies. I feel like if they're yeah, yeah and I wouldn't brother style. Yeah, you can still do the same thing where the, the the first one ends when he goes to the dark world because there's not as much since the dark world is basically just a mirror reflection of the mm-hmm. light world. There's not as much to be gained from it, I think, plot wise. Yeah, like you you accept the fact that it's the inverse. You make your way through it and then you go back. Okay, I don't think we need an entire movie in the dark. world. You've convinced me. Two two movies then, or honestly, make it. Um, I know there had been talks about a live action Zelda Netflix show. And oh yeah, I think that would work way better. And then it's. Yeah, I don't want to say Game of Thronesy, but it it gets that same more. You can have better character interactions because it's not just wham bam. We have to get through this because we only have two hours and ten minutes. It's true. As so. long as it was like like eight episodes, don't don't make one of these like thirteen, eighteen, twenty episode series. Looking at you, Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. What about well, five no, too long? Well, nobody wanted that at all. Yeah, but okay. So within the confines of said movie slash show. Who would you pick to play uh, Lincoln Zelda? Well, I I got a little weird with this one. I wasn't necessarily looking for, I guess, younger actors. I don't know why, but in my head, I wanted to to not do because it looks like they're very much um, like stereotypical white action hero. It's mm-hmm. kind of boring. So for Link, which actually yeah, anyway, for Link, I wanted to do um, John Cho because John Cho should just be in more things. It's He's true, delightful. John Cho project is a uh, serious business and I yeah. love it. I mean if you haven't seen um Selfie, check it out. It it's actually it it's a terrible named show, but they realize that and they move past it after an episode or two, like Cougar Town. Oh man. They realize Shout it's out Cougar dumb, Town. And it only works for a bit, but that's just what it's called now. So yeah, John Cho, Selfie. I like it. Is that still going? Oh god no. Oh okay. No, that that Nuts. show was too good for this world. It got cancelled by like episode ten of thirteen. Oh wow. So they burned off okay. the rest. I maybe even sooner than that. Like they burned off the rest, but which is too bad because that show actually was pretty entertaining. Okay, I dig it. Okay, so John Cho's Link, and who would be your Zelda? And my Zelda, I feel like it needs to be a Zelda chic kind of crossover. So again, I just sort of like the adult actor actress. Um, my Zelda was Karen David, who's only been in like three or four things. Okay. You probably don't recognize the name, but she was the princess in Galifant. Oh, okay. Which is why I kind of went with her because in that episode, in, in that show, she's very much princessy, like Zelda is. But at the same time, when she realizes like things need to get done, she very quickly flips to more of a chic kind of character. Mm-hmm. Also, spoiler alert: chic, chic is Zelda. So I, I feel like I feel like she could play that dual My role God. of. Like, pretty, pretty princess, hopeful, positive about the world, but also when she notices things are going poorly, she can still, Space like... in time. Yeah. She can still over up and get that shit done. Okay. I like it. It's cool. I ended up actually going with the same aged-up thing, because I'm... I, yeah. I don't think I know young actors well enough. Yeah, I don't I just, know them that well, and I... I don't super like don't care actors. much. I, I might be turning into a crotchety old man, but... um. So I I went for my link with uh, Harry Shum Jr., who was... uh, (laughs) Okay, so hear me out. He was the... In in season one of Glee, was referred to as the other Asian guy, and then really came into his own in season two. 
and was delightful in it. Also, you know, watch the first couple seasons of Glee. They were okay. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, no, I and, like him. And then went on to do like a fair amount of low budget action films and then ended up in uh, Netflix Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon sequel. Um, so, step up to the streets. Hello. Fair. I, I don't know how I could have left that one off. Why didn't you just say that? <laughs> but yeah, so like, you know, dude, Um, I think like he's got a very emotive face, which I think even even in a Link movie or a Zelda movie, like Link's actually going to be talking, I assume. But you, I think you still kind of want a subtle nod to that and not have him talking too much. So you need someone who can really facially emote their feelings. And like, I think he could rock this. And then also, you know, do some good fighting because that's really what he's been doing for the last couple of years. Yeah, I feel like he's looking at his picture on IMDb. It, I think it'd be easier to find a young actor that would look similar enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot easier because he, he's actually, oh yeah, he's relatively young. Yeah. Meaning he's like the same age we are. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're still I young. didn't realize John yeah. Cho was like 45. Oh, wow. Like, dude looks good. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I like your choice. Yeah. And then uh, for Zelda, I would go with uh, Chloe Bennett from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I've watched way too much of that recently due to Bampow. Yeah. Shout out. Listen to my other podcast, Bampow We have other TV. ones. Well, he does. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but, you know, it's when, when she started on that show, I was very eh about her. But over four years, she's really grown into both a very good actress and just a very punch-you-in-the-face actress. And yeah, I, I, I like that choice because it, it she looks like someone who could easily again kind of do the same thing like she can play the uh the princess doing things but when things need to get done she can flip to that yeah yeah so i think it'd be cool i think either sets of ours would would be pretty fun movies so nintendo get get on this thing right get on that make make a movie you got lots of money now you've got your switch money come on (laughs) at least they would if they release enough consoles to actually satisfy demand Ooh, plus side, though, they are bringing back the Nintendo Classic and, yeah, keeping the SNES Classic going, which is good. I might actually be able to get one now. I mean, let's not go nuts. Yeah, probably not, but yeah, someone I know might be able to, and then I can at least go hang out at their house, and it'll be very, like, shades of 1993. It'll be good. Okay. Any any final thoughts on this? Figure we could do uh, the speed run for Save That for Next Time. Yeah, when we're actually through the whole thing. Yeah. And then we can compare how long it took us versus good I don't know. We're not doing that. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> they do it too quickly. We do it far too slowly. Yeah. We we go for uh, thoroughness. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final thoughts. I mean, it, they they keep getting better. They have yet to sort of slide back and mm-hmm. rest on their on their laurels. Which where did that phrase come from? Except anyway. for uh, Zelda two. That one. Well, all right. That was. I, I guess I. No, I take it back. That that was a side grade because they really went weird with that, and yeah, I can respect that. They, yeah, they were they were trying some things. It was the eighties, man. Everyone was on coke. Yeah, that's fair. But it seems like they again they do a good job of bringing the technology they have and pushing it to finally get the vision that's in their head. Mm-hmm. So I, it's still on the list of games to play. I don't know if it's yet if it yet gets higher than some of the other ones we've talked about. Hmm. On that note, then actually. If you had to rate the five Zelda games we have played so far, what would be your best to worst? And granted, we're only halfway through this one, but I, I think that's enough to give it a, a yeah, fair I, assessment. I, I think it's fair that I can put one and two tied for fifth. <laughs> okay, fair. Just because I, I know the context of when they came out. Neither of them even deserve to be tied no, for fourth? No, no. Okay, we'll fourth, just leave fourth, fourth is, open. Fourth is empty. Yeah. 
Uh, they're both tied for fifth because they're just not fun to play. Mm-hmm. I again, I the context of when they came out and that was just what was available. They're moving away from arcades to console things. Sure, I sure. get that, but they're just not fun. They're they're more of a chore. You play it because you want to experience that particular aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, so those are both tied for fifth. I suppose third would probably be. I mean, choose this carefully, otherwise we're in a fight. I know, I know. What you go with. I might have to go Link's Awakening. Okay. For third, acceptable. Because it it's it's it, again like it's hard to do one two three because they're all they all offer things, but you kind of get away from Hyrule and Saving the World, which is kind of just Zelda's jam or Link's mm-hmm. jam. So I guess one and two are tied between uh, Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time. And you super copped out on this. I list. did. I cert- well, so out I, of five I spots, finished, I you really playing only chose this one. three of them. <laughs> I mean, have you played Zelda one and two? They're not fun. No. Nah. No, that's fair. I would see. My problem is, eh, no, I'm going to take a stand. It's uh, Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, Link's Awakening, uh, number one, number two, one and two, eh. But at least okay. one was a bit more enjoyable for me. And the, really, the problem is uh, Link to the Past has so much nostalgia factor built into it for me that Ocarina probably just is a better game in scope, story, and gameplay, but. It linked to the past just has that special place in my heart. It, yeah, it just scratches that itch. Yeah, and it's it's still one that yeah at least once a year I'll just boot it up and play through the whole thing, and it's a, just a bit more feasible because it's yeah just smaller overall. Yeah, it, it's just like a day or two to to power through the whole thing. So okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, yeah, it's, I I can respect your list. It's if you had put uh, Link's Awakening in the two spot, like I was going to get really. Really questionable. Again, about good it. game, but I yeah, I think it's it's of of the three, it's definitely third. Mm-hmm. Well, it just as you said, lost a lot of the Hyrule aspect of it, which is kind yeah. of part of what I want from from Zelda games. Yeah, so it's like friends work waffles. Work is always third. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> I had never heard that. Is, is that a thing? You should watch more Parks and Rec, my friend. I apparently. Yeah, uh, Leslie's uh, top three things. It was um, friends waffles work or waffles friends work, but work is always third. Okay, that's fantastic. And on that note, <laughs> uh, we will be back next month for the second half of Ocarina of Time, and it will be good. So hit us up, facebook.com slash retrofecta, retrofecta at gmail.com, notlg.retrofecta, and keep on gaming. You deserve it. Take that free time. Or, you know, make free time for games. Yeah, definitely make free time. Cause yeah. It, when you when you don't do it for a while, it, it you definitely miss things. Oh, it's you true. Just miss that interaction. Yeah. So yeah. Toodles. Ocarina. Ocarina. We may Ocarina. never know how it's pronounced. Ocarina. <laughs> Ocarina. Okay, that's that's another one Ocarina. of those words I'm gonna have to change in my brain space. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.